0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network.
1: Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Pittsburgh Penguins 5 to 2, the final score from PPG Paints Arena 32, 24, and 4, 68 points for the Vegas Golden Knights. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, I. Third periods, right? Like this is a a team that over the course of their last 13 games, third periods, they've given themselves an opportunity to to maybe get something out of the game here with a strong second period and it all just comes crashing down in the third.
2: And the third period at one point this season was their strength. All the multi-goal comebacks, they had four of them and for a while that was the NHL lead, now it's not. And uh, they came back from two goals today, but that was only enough to tie it. And as you described, they gave up the three in the third period, Ryan. It's, I think, worth pointing out that they seem to expend so much effort in keeping it close or trying to come from behind or hold on to a lead through the first couple of periods. And by the third, they just seem spent. And, of course, some of that is the ongoing personnel difficulty, whether it's guys out uh, there are eight of them or the people that they are losing during games and today it was patch You not only are playing short in the third period today or without perhaps your uh, top goal scorer uh, max would likely be that if he were healthy for every game trouble is he has not been so uh, the penguins the veteran team that they are as we talked about they find ways and um, it, it seems like the knights are uh, as fragile as they have been in a variety of ways, and veteran teams know how to capitalize on that fragility, and Pittsburgh did that today.
1: You know, Dan, I, kind of a question or an idea that's, that's been going through my mind over the last couple of games mm-hmm. for the Vegas Golden Knights is, what were they doing earlier on this year when there were as many injuries as they're dealing with right now earlier on in the year? The Golden Knights, were they were getting production. They were able to keep their heads above water. They were able to find
2: wins. What's different now? I think that over the course of any NHL season, teams discover how to uh, buy into their identity, how to become stronger, how to, you know, uh, buckle down and build toward the postseason. You hear about, like Jack Eichel, for example, you know, there's no training camp and there's all the catching up to do. I think that while a bunch of teams have progressed and have worked toward that, you know, kind of uh, fruition of fullness that you'd expect to go into a postseason, the Knights have been treading water. They have not taken those strides, but other teams simply have. Uh, With the Knights rotating cast of characters, it's been hard to find any traction. And I think that while you you still see there are talented players out there early on, um, you know, they were more at the same level as other teams. Other clubs hadn't quite locked in, Uh, but now a lot of clubs have and, That, I think, is the the, the first thing that comes to mind for me. Of course, I'm sure there are other contributing factors, but uh, that's what we see. The more games you play, uh, the more you you figure out how to win as a team, and the Knights simply have not had that benefit. Um, They've had very few stretches of rhythm, of consistency. The February schedule didn't help. Of course, the injuries hurt even more, not to mention you, you throw in a superstar like Jack Eichel, you lean on him, but he's trying to figure everybody out you haven't had Eichel and Stone in the lineup at the same time and haven't had Martinez for a long, long time. That's sort of an anchor of the defensive core. It's not just the injuries, it's who they are missing. And again, not only their contributions, but as I described, the fact that they haven't found traction while a bunch of other clubs eventually have.
1: You know, and then I, I, I do look at kind of the second period and, and who scored for Vegas when you needed something to spark you. You get a goal from Michael. You get a goal from Petrangelo. You get a couple of points from Jonathan Marchessault. Um No moral victories here, obviously, but, but you, you liked at least the response for 20 minutes from the Golden Knights there in the second period.
2: Yeah, and I think Nick Watt captured it pretty well in our first intermission interview, in that he said, we're playing a lot harder than we have the last couple of games, but the execution was not there. And uh, they, they kind of tidied things up there in the second period. They were continuing to play hard, Uh, They elevated the game. They could work all four lines onto the ice and it generated some confidence. They scored that first goal and then you're thinking can they hold on to this momentum and they did. Petrangelo scores that big second goal to tie it and when's the last time that uh, you felt that the Knights had any sort of momentum uh, that was more than a few minutes long. Well there they had it and at least it carried into the intermission but uh, with Pacioretty unavailable to return, clearly that's going to be deflating you know if you're in the room you're thinking oh geez here we go again yeah you know we've managed to fight back this far now we've got to do it we're already so shorthanded and now we've got to do it without patch and uh, it's sort of like they're hanging on for dear life and that's not a way to to win a game that's a way to hang on and they they couldn't do either one
1: all right dan uh any final thoughts on this one before the golden knights take on the columbus blue jackets on sunday
2: Well, Ryan, I I, uh, look forward to talking with you again on Sunday, and I only wonder uh, if anything develops between now and Sunday, and uh, whether it's Golden Knights health, players that may return, or Max Patch Ready status. uh, Then we also think about it is only a few games away now from the trade deadline, which yeah. is March 21st. Brian Dumoulin was scratched today. We didn't have an official reason. Uh, at least I have not heard one since I've been on the air. But, you know, some of the chatter is, hey, it's trade time. And who knows if maybe Dumoulin was held out for something along those lines as Pittsburgh tries to improve its club. So uh, it, it's all on the table at this time of year. You start to think about what uh, action management might take uh, with this Golden Knights team, whether to uh, give them a boost or try to think bigger picture, I don't know, but something that we'll keep an eye on as we get closer and closer to that March 21st deadline.
1: Well, Dan, as always, great stuff from you here on the AAA Insurance Game Show, and we will chat on Sunday. Have a good night. Thanks, Ryan. You too. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, as we break down another tough defeat for the Vegas Golden Knights. 5-2 to two the final score. The Penguins defeat Vegas. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio
2: Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan
1: Wallace. Triple A Insurance post game show, the Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Pittsburgh Penguins, five to two, the final score from PBG Paints Arena, Vegas, 32, 24, and four on the year, 68 points. Let's head to Jonathan Martius as he addresses the media after the game. We get that swagger back in the group.
3: Yeah, obviously we have some game left. Uh, there's there's always time to, to
1: get back to our game, to get back at our structure. Our, not just that, it's, we got to get back to our, our identity. Like It goes back to five years ago, and we had no team, and we were working. we got to work. We've got to put, put our work boots and just do what we do best as an organization, as a team, and just be simple a little bit and don't think too far. Uh, yeah, I think we got to come back to basics when, when you say identity like when this team is playing at its best doing what it wants to do like what is that defend well skate that's it defend well skate I mean work and the offense will take care of itself. Uh, but uh we gotta we gotta defend our net first and skate Thanks, John. That was Jonathan Marcheseau as he addressed the media after tonight's game. And uh, a couple of interesting nuggets there from Marcheseau. He talked about an identity. And, and you know, I think to a degree it's, it's pretty difficult to figure out or pinpoint exactly what this team's identity is. You knew what it was year one, and, and Jonathan kind of alluded to that five years ago. Uh, no team, but the Golden Knights really, really built one for themselves early on they were fast they were hard on the forecheck they were in transition they were looser defensively year one than they have been at any point under head coach Pete DeBoer but you know when you hear Jonathan Marcheseau say the word work about seven times in underscoring what this team's identity is or what it needs to be that gives you an indication of where it is right now for the Golden Knights. And certainly they're looking for answers. They're trying to find the answers to getting their game back. But when you hear defend, skate, work, you're boiling it down to three words right now for the Vegas Golden Knights through Jonathan Marchessault. And you know what? I thought in the second period, they defended well, they skated, and they worked. And that was the period where the Golden Knights outscored the Penguins 2-1. But they didn't do it in the first period. They didn't do it in the third period. And if you're not able to do that for 60 minutes, you're not going to win very many hockey games, especially not against a team as deep and as talented as the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, you know, I give a lot of credit to Jonathan March. So being there, being the mouthpiece and answering those questions, but the fact of the matter is while the Golden Knights do have some time to find their game, that time is dwindling. 82 games or, or 22 games remain for the Vegas Golden Knights in this season. So you know, for the Golden Knights, they're going to have to get that ident- identity dialed in as quickly as possible down the stretch. The post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Max Pacioretty left the game in the second period. So not ideal there. You're already playing without Riley Smith. You don't have Robin Leonard available to you. No Mark Stone. No Alec Martinez, no Brett Howden, no Nolan Patrick. I mean, no Braden McNabb. The list kind of keeps going and going and going and going for the Vegas Golden Knights. And like, I'm kind of beyond the point of, of trying to look at that or using that as any type of excuse. It's just something quite literally that we point to every game. And I think if you're in that locker room, if you're a Vegas Golden Knight and you're seeing Max Pacioretty come back in the lineup, play a couple games, then go back out of the lineup. You're watching Robin Leonard, get into the lineup, play well, and then get another injury. Like, when you're in it, the way that the Golden Knights are in it right now, and it being injury issues that have spanned an entire season, you're looking at 300-plus man games lost to injury for the Vegas Golden Knights this year. Um, You know, I I look at that, and and you, you just have to feel, here we go again. Yet another injury, yet another setback yet another piece of adversity that we have to deal with. Have we not had to deal with enough here? And I think that's where it is for the Golden Knights. Let's head back to Pittsburgh and hear from head coach Pete DeBoer.
2: Tie it up and then ready goes right, goes out right after. Does it feel like it kinda of sucked the momentum out, the wind out of the bench?
3: Um you know what? I, I don't think it sucked the mo- momentum out at that point. I you know I thought we finished the second period strong. I, I think You know back to back uh in the third period and then short a guy that's when it starts to catch you a little bit and you know you see it you saw some fatigue you know particularly in our execution late in the game on the power play because you know we're overplaying some guys and uh and being in a back-to-back situation you know and then losing a guy like that it's tough
1: you kind of touched on it but obviously you miss his talent but do you think it goes beyond that when you when you keep losing guys the way you guys are just maybe (coughs) affecting
3: the team well, you can't let it. You know, you can't let that creep in. I mean, you know, it, it, the, these are the cards we're dealt, and uh, we've got a good enough group in there to find a way to scratch and claw and win games. And we've got to get on the right side of it here. You do so many
4: things right, but you still come out of it on the wrong side. How do you handle that as a coach? What do you say to
3: them? Well, you know, we we're gonna concentrate on the really good things we did tonight. Uh you know, we outplayed uh for long stretches a really good team over there. Um so, you know, it it's a challenge, but uh that's the ups and downs of the season. We've got a lot of hockey left and we've got a you know, we've got a chance to finish this road trip strong with a couple wins.
2: Any update on Max?
3: Uh no. We'll we'll get him tested here in the next uh twenty four hours and we'll see.
2: Yeah, the good response in the second. After that slow
1: first, Uh, was the first kind of attributed to the second half of a back-to-back, or is it
2: something that they did?
3: Um, Well, they always start quickly in here. Uh, You know, I have have, uh, ugly memories of a Stanley Cup final in here and getting overwhelmed in a first period. You know, full house, and they, they play well at home, so. You know, we we, uh, we didn't manage the puck early in that game. We didn't handle that pressure well. Um, and then we got going. And, you know, I thought I thought our guys dug deep for a short bench and back-to-back and really gave us everything they had the rest of the way.
1: Marcia so said, we need to get back to the identity. And he said that's kind of defending well and skating. What would you say is the identity of this team when they're playing at their best?
3: Yeah, well, I think you've seen it. You know, I, I think, you know, we've lost three on this trip we could have won all three you know so it, it's not like uh we're getting outplayed for for stretches here you know i would argue we, we've probably had the better of the play and chances you know most of the periods that we've played here but you've got to stick pucks in the net and you got to keep them out of yours special teams the difference special teams is is a big piece of that too yeah thanks pete appreciate Thank it
1: that was head coach pete de boer as he addressed the media after tonight's game and a couple of interesting things there from pete de boer you you, you you gotta find a way right scratch and claw with what you have available to you can't use injuries as an excuse you've got to find ways to win um you know i gotta stick the puck in the net and that's really what it is right you, the golden knights just cannot find that next goal in a game that would turn momentum in their favor they just can't do it they just have not been able to do it over the last three games so you you gotta turn the page turn the corner and head to columbus on sunday and try to find a way to get back in the win column we're back with highlights next on the triple a insurance Game show presented by dollar loan center this is the vegas golden knights radio network
0: back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance postgame show, the Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-2, the final score in this one. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and it was Vegas under siege early, and Lorraine Brossois having to come up with our AAA Insurance save of the game.
2: Latang finds it left forwards, to the right, Gensel to the middle of the shot, save. Brozois. Gensel, a little tap to the slot. Letang little rip, but Brozois was ready.
1: AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA Outsmart Life. Lorraine Brossois would make 15 of his 30 saves on the night in the first period, but the Penguins continued to grind away at Vegas all period long until finally they were rewarded as Mike Matheson opened the scoring late in the first.
2: Penguins the other way, rust through the right circle, Crosby to the left and a shot, they score! (laughs) Matheson up IR and on the board, 1-0 Pittsburgh. With 106 to go in the
1: first. Mike Matheson, his eighth of the year from Sidney Crosby and Brian Rust at 1854. The first period made it one to nothing. Pittsburgh. We'd head to the second period, and that period started with more pressure from the Penguins. As Jeff Carter would put a rebound home to give the Penguins a two goal lead.
2: Theodore looks ahead. Trying to catch his man into the zone. Instead, it's a breakaway in the other direction, right down the middle. Save! Brock McGinn, but then the follow-up goes into the goal. Jeff Carter follows it up, and Pittsburgh leads 2-0.
1: Jeff Carter's 14th of the year from Brock McGinn and Valtteri Pustinen at 2.36 in the second period made it 2 to nothing, Pittsburgh. However, just two minutes later, Vegas would answer as Jack Eichel crashed the net and got the Golden Knights on the board.
2: Now it's Pat Ciretti dropping the puck out in front. Shot blocked. Another try, and they score! Jack Eichel, the follow-up. Not dissimilar from what Jeff Carter did a moment ago. Eichel did not give up on the play, and the Knights are on the board. Eichel scores his fourth goal with the Knights, today his 12th game. And the Knights answer right back, trailing 2-1.
1: Jack Eichel's fourth of the year from Jonathan Marshazo and Max Pacioretty at 4-19 in the second period, made it 2-1 Pittsburgh. Then four minutes later, Alex Petrangelo would tie the game.
2: Rink wide left, Petrangelo. Back to the right, Stevenson, into the zone. Back to the right, Petrangelo with a He scores! Alex Petrangelo, the Knights tie it 2-2. Two Petrangelo's eighth
1: of the year from Jonathan Marchessault and Chandler Stephenson at 819 in the second period made it two to two, and the Golden Knights would enter the third period tied with a chance to do something to get a point on this road trip. However, that hope was quickly dashed with Mark Friedman when Mark Friedman, Friedman would give the Penguins an early third period lead.
2: Two on two into the zone. Knights trying to come back out of the right. A shot, score! Mark Friedman, his first goal, and the Penguins go back in front, three to two.
1: Mark Friedman's first of the year from Brian Boyle and Jeff Carter at 3:49 of the third period made it three to two. Pittsburgh, the Golden Knights, after that goal would have two chances on the power play. Though Max Pacioretty was not on the bench and not available for the Golden Knights. Vegas did not generate nearly enough chances there on the power play. Then the Penguins, they would go to the power play, and Brian Rust would score the insurance marker, a power play goal.
2: It ends up out at the right point, Latent, cross to the left, Malkin, at the goal line, try to get it in front, Rust scores! Brian Rust, right side of the crease. An empty setup from the left goal line, got it out across. Rust buries his 20th of the season. And the Penguins have
1: a two-goal lead with 5-11 to play in the third. Brian Rust, his 20th of the year from Jake Gensel at 14-49 in the third period, made it 4-2 Pittsburgh, a power play goal. The Golden Knights would pull Loren Swa, and Evan Rodriguez would score an empty netter shortly thereafter.
2: Puck is in play, and once more, his teammates have position it. Now Rodriguez skates out, he shoots, he scores and goal for Evan Rodriguez 3 goal edge for Pittsburgh 2.17 to play Evan Rodriguez his
1: 17th of the year an empty nether from Chris Latang at 17.43 the third period made it 5-2 Pittsburgh and all that was left in this one was the final call
2: here's the final horn 5-2 the final in Pittsburgh the Penguins defeat the Golden Knights and deal vegas its third consecutive loss
1: there you have it the final five to two the pittsburgh penguins defeat the vegas golden knights vegas 32 24 and forge just 68 points on the year for the vegas golden knights will take on the columbus blue jackets sunday at four o'clock as this five-game road trip continues on we're back to wrap it up next On the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: This Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA
1: Insurance.
0: Now here's your host Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance post-game show. The Golden Knights fall to the Pittsburgh Penguins five to two. Three third-period goals from the Penguins. The difference in this game, though, I'd make the argument that there were a couple of different. Uh, Periods in the game that that really were the turning points. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. And for the Golden Knights, it was not a good start after again a tough outing last night in Buffalo against the Sabers. You understand it's a back-to-back. I get all that. I do, but I would have liked to have seen more jump from Vegas early on. They put themselves in a hole, and when you put yourself in a hole constantly, you've got to expend a ton of energy. Now the Golden Knights, to their credit did expend that energy in the second period. They were able to get this game back to square, but third period rolls around, and because you no longer have the avail- availability to have Max ready on the ice, because you had to work so hard just to get the game back to a baseline, back to square, back to level, you didn't have anything left in the third period. And, you know, for me, like, we've talked about power play all year long. We've talked about the importance of, at least me specifically, the importance of your power play having to come through in big moments within a game. The Golden Knights had two power play opportunities in the third period to get this game tied back up at three and get themselves a point in this game. And it just didn't work. There wasn't anything there. Now, granted, you had Nick Haig filling the spot of Max Pacioretty. Not ideal. But the fact of the matter is a better start for Vegas preserves some energy in the second period and gives you something in the third so slow start not great third period when you've got a chance letting the game get away from you there that's a tough one too and for the Golden Knights it's back to the drawing board back to trying to figure out a way to get to three goals to get to that number you need to be at to win hockey games in the NHL That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host,
1: Ryan Wallace. Extended Post Game Show. Fox Sports Las Vegas, 5-2, the final score of the Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now 0-3 on this five-game road trip. Just 68 points on the year, 32, 24, and 4. Technically in third place in the Pacific Division, but by points percentage, not. That is not the case. So for the Golden Knights. Yeah. You can only say you go back to the drawing board so many times. You can only look at the injuries so many times. And another injury today, it would appear to Max Pacioretty, who left the game in the second period, did not return in the second period, did not play in the third period, will be evaluated after the game. Uh, So his status for Sunday against Columbus is unknown and up in the air right now. Like a... I I guess the kind of like the big question that I have is where are you as a fan of this team right now on this season? Because earlier on in the year, we did see a very depleted and banged up Golden Knights team. And they were able to string together wins, they were able to find ways to collect points. And I, I think. Dan Duva is fantastic. He's phenomenal at everything that he does. And I think his ability to say what I think a lot of us are grasping at and trying to understand. What's different now? Like, Why aren't the Golden Knights able to string together wins now dealing with injuries the way that they were able to do that earlier on in the year? And, well, there's a level of play that every team has at the beginning of the year, at the middle of the year, and at the end of the year. And if things work to your favor, you are better at the end of the year than you started the year. And I think the Golden Knights were able to get contributions, and they were able to find ways to win against teams that were not as dialed in earlier in the year, but now those teams are. And it's becoming harder and harder and harder for the Golden Knights to find any type of consistent offense with a rotating cast of characters in and out of the lineup every single night. So I'm curious to see where you guys are at. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing?
5: Well, no elephant tears about tonight. Tonight was expected to be a loss, and I I know it was, and and that's okay, and it's going to be okay. I'm not as down as I was on April twenty third, 2019 after that San Jose game. I'm not as down as I was in the bubble when we lost to Dallas. I'm not certainly as down as I was against Montreal after they eliminated us last year. The it ain't over till it's over, as yeah. they once said. So look, look at you choosing sense, optimism. I'm not as down, what's that?
1: I said, look at you choosing optimism. I like it.
5: <laughs> kind of a rare treat uh, on a. Beautiful uh, Friday night. But the truth is, I mean, this was a game you didn't expect to win. So we can be as optimistic as we wanted to be about going into Pittsburgh. But, no, it's not happening that way. Uh, Here's what I would do if I were any member of the Golden Knights, and heaven knows I'm not. And it was done to us, I think, by Philadelphia after they lost 10 in a row. Some team went into the Fortress and had a closed-door meeting. That's where you eliminate all the coaches, all the press. Everybody is eliminated. And the players have a come-to-you-know-what meeting. Sure. And I think there needs to be an airing out of views by the players, with the players, to the players. What do you think?
1: I don't disagree with that, but here's my here's my question to you. Who leads it? Oh,
5: Jonathan so leads it. That's who leads it. Well, oh, you got to have him lead it.
1: Well, in a sense, sure, but like you don't, you don't think after the penalty last night against Buffalo, like that, that might not come across as as well as you'd like it to.
5: Well, perhaps. But the first thing Jonathan does, and he he has such a command of the room, yeah. And he's a, he's enough of a man, and I mean he's a he's a true gentleman yeah. to be able to sit in front of anybody and talk in front of a microphone or wherever he is, that he can say to his teammates, look, I messed up two days ago, two games ago. I did it. But that's done. Now what are you doing to take responsibility?
1: You know, I, I, I find it interesting that you were that quick to have someone to take that over. Because, like, I don't disagree with you that in this iteration of the Golden Knights, it should be Jonathan the so. But the fact of the matter is, you've got Alex Petrangelo, former captain. You've got Jack Eichel, former captain. Your captain, and Mark Stone, is on LTIR. I think the question, and it's a, it's a valid one, who is leading this team right now? And, and he's, he's the guy with
5: a poll. That's what I, I would say.
1: And I, I think that there isn't a clear answer. Right? like I, I think that on the ice, this team is deferring to Jack Eichel. I think Who on not? the ice, there is is a, a higher likelihood that Alex Petrangelo is trying to put this team on his shoulders. And I think that you've got individuals trying to do more than what they can. And, and that might be the issue, is that you've got three or four guys that are, are trying to put this team on their back and where when you just need everyone pulling on the same rope here
5: they all need to air it out just vent your spleen get it out there i'm telling you in my experience over decades of being a sports fan a closed door meeting is the greatest panacea there is for a losing team
1: you know what mike thank you for the call it it was a fantastic one and certainly kind of leads you in that direction where who? what's the current leadership for this club right now, given who's out of the lineup, given who's in the lineup, and how do you best get back on track if you're the players? That's a great point and an excellent thought there, Mike. 702 Let's head back to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? All right, we will try to get Stephanie back. Let's go back out of the phone lines, bring in Mark. Hey, Mark, how you doing?
4: Hey, Ryan, how you doing tonight? Uh, good. Alright, well I'm not doing too well tonight. You know, I'm, there's no way to spin this positive, in my opinion. You know. We talked about these guys just uh, the injuries, you know, we find we found a way to win early in the year. Yep. Through injuries. So I you know, that excuse is out the window. Um, you know, I listened to these commercials around if driving or not. we play statistically over the years we've played great on better on back-to-back night, so we can't blame it on that. And uh, I'm just tired of us, whether we're playing on a back-to-back or we're playing a bad team or a good team, we're losing. So, I don't know. I just think we need our guys to start getting behind each other. In my opinion, I see one of three reasons. Either we're not playing hard because we don't believe in the guys we're playing with, or our guys aren't playing hard because the injured people – are not there. I don't know what's happening, you know, of course we don't hear about why people are injured too much. I know that Alec Martinez has been out all year long and I hear he's been skating every once in a while. You know, I don't know if he had a transplant or something, but he's been out a long time. We need to start getting some of these guys back and we can't just sit and wait and just start putting people out there.
1: Something yeah,
4: I, I, I think,
1: I think Mark, if they, were, if they were able to play, they'd be playing.
4: I don't disagree with you, but where I mean, how bad is it? Let's start getting some information and find out what's going on. We're, we're
1: not we're, I mean, we're, like it's 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 up to the teams, right, to disclose that and if yeah, teams yeah, are yeah, keeping I that close that. to I the know, vest, Like I, I agree. It's but, it's hard to I mean, do that. Alec
4: Martinez did he break a leg and is it is it a female? No, Alec, that he, Alec he's Martinez
1: with? Mark, Alec Martinez took a skate blade to the face that cut his essentially half of his face um he has been dealing with some lingering issues from that injury that's the best that we have right now there were concerns at one point that it might be um some symptoms similar to a concussion but uh it's more so stemming from that injury and i mean like you've got a ton of of things that happen inside of your face when you take over 50 50 stitches it's going to take you time to recover and, really? you know, when it comes to Alec Martinez, you're talking about a player that last year in the uh, in the playoffs played every single minute of every single game for the Vegas Golden Knights that he suited up with a broken foot. If yes. he was able to go, he'd and go.
4: I agree. I don't mean – and the last thing I'm doing, I'm frustrated, and I'm not yeah. trying to put it on Alec Martinez.
6: <laughs> sure.
4: I, I understand all that. I'm just frustrated, and I'm tired. You know, we keep spinning things in a positive, and I think it's done. I'm, I'm done spinning the end of positive. We need to start winning games and just playing. And if that means we need to get leaner on the ice, then we do. If that means, you know, if something if we keep giving up too many goals in the third period, and we need to make a change as a coaching staff somewhere, then we do. We can't just keep doing this every game. Every post game is the same, and I can't just keep listening to this.
1: Gotcha, Mark. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't like. Uh... I don't fault you for being frustrated, and thank you for the call. I, you know, I it, it's hard for me to get on this program and give anything beyond what I've heard on injuries, and what we've heard on injuries is very sparse, and and that information's not readily available. I, I wish to to a degree, like it would be something that the NHL would mandate across the board that there's a little bit more in terms of in information on injuries. Uh, but like I, I, get, I get the sentiment. You, you see players that are able to practice. You see players that are seemingly close, and then they're not playing, and they're not playing, and they're not playing. If it frustrates you, just imagine how much it frustrates those players that are dealing with the injuries, the coaching staff that can't utilize those players, and then the players in the room that are looking around hoping that they can get some reinforcements in the lineup. So uh, I get the frustration 100%. 100% I do. Thank you for the call. Make sure you call in again. Thank you for that, Mark. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing?
4: Oh, Okay, how are you doing, Ryan?
1: Uh, I'm doing good.
4: So I think that uh, Dan Duva, as masterful as he is with words, really summed up so well, kind of what I was thinking yesterday but couldn't put into words, that the other teams have had all this time and more stable lineups and are working together better. And it it just, he was just so spot on. It it really connected with me that, you know, as we've had all this turmoil in the beginning, we were winning these games because, yeah, all the other teams were somewhat dealing with the same thing we were. They had new lineups from last year. They were learning to mesh, moving lines more often. And now other teams are pretty stable. They have a stable lineup most nights, and ours is still just rotating. And then i this is—I I don't know how we can have such bad luck with injuries. I don't. It, 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 its like if this if a series of unfortunate events, the book was yeah. a hockey team. It's us.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I think you're you're right on there, Stephanie, and thank you for the call. I it it's almost comical at this point. Um, and and you know, I, it just feels like right now the Golden Knights cannot get out of a game or two games without there being some type of injury setback. And, you know, again, it's it's one of those situations where you got to play through it. And and I think Dan, again, was spot on when he talked about early on in the year, you've got teams that are just trying to get their bearings, trying to get their systems if there's tweaks, whatever the case may be. And I think the Golden Knights were able to catch some opponents that did not have their game solidified. Now, almost everyone in, in the NHL, has a really good handle on what their game plan needs to be. And for teams that have not dealt with the injury issues that the Golden Knights are, they are ahead of where Vegas wanted to be at this time of the year. We're back with more of your calls next on the extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: An extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 5-2 to the final score. The Pittsburgh Penguins defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas 0-3 on this five-game road trip. 32-24-4, 68 points. Take on the Columbus Blue Jackets on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Back to your phone calls. Let's bring in Fernando. Hey, Fernando, how you doing?
6: okay, Ryan, um, first off, I'm going to push back on Mike a little bit. He said a losing team, no, we're on a losing streak, and we're still alive. We're not eliminated yet. There's still more games to play. Yep. <laughs> but I, li- I like his idea about having a team meeting and everybody get together and just talk.
1: Um, uh, oh, hold on, hold on. So then I'll ask you the question, who leads it?
6: Oh, That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Have to agree with Mike, Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Um, gotcha. Uh, the other thing was, um, oh, tonight's game. You know, we had very good energy and um, we had more confidence. And we were more aggressive. Um, just the power plays again. Um, we were, I think, we were zero for three on that in that um, section. But um, there was good goals by um, Alex and, and, and Jack. But uh, you know, I'm still so optimistic. I mean, we got 23 games left, I believe, and. Um, we can get about fourteen or fifteen wins out of those twenty-three, and um, oh yeah, with the, the injury list, um, they had a graphic on the, the TV today. Um, we've lost three hundred thirty-six uh, games lost to injuries. That's yeah. the fifth most in the NHL. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, Another, I mean, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I, I mean it's 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 pretty remarkable how many how many players have been injured for the Vegas Golden Knights and the types of players that are missing out of the lineup every single night.
6: Yeah, it's amazing. I checked the other rosters and their injury reports and lists and I think Edmonton has on last week and there's some with five and four. But um, and I wanted to ask you um, um, Rosal played good tonight. Um, his backup's Thompson, right? Yep. And then Ferguson after that?
1: likely yeah
6: okay and then is there anybody behind ferguson that we know of
1: i yeah yuri patera is is within the organization
6: oh okay okay hey have a good weekend buddy
1: yeah thank you for that fernando um i feel like you're at a point right now where um you just you're gonna ride loren brossois um I, I understand the argument if you want to make the argument for um for logan thompson to get into a game and i would i'm sure that he will depending on how long or or the severity of robin Leonard's lower body injury but uh right now i, I think that you go back to loren brossois against columbus and you you keep riding him until you find a way let's head back into the phone lines bring in sal hey sal how you doing uh, well, we uh, just lost Sal. So 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us here. Um, these are never easy. We, we get that. Uh, never, ever easy to, to kind of go on and, and deal with three losses in a row. That becomes difficult. It is hard and frustrating as a fan. Uh, some interesting ideas, though. Players only meeting. My main question is who leads it because what's the leadership look like right now on this team? Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Jack. Hey, Jack, how you doing?
7: Good, Ryan. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but I, I think some of the callers are a little. Uh, I, I, I get it. This is uh, this is our team and who you pull for, but I, I think if there needs to be a little dose of reality. I mean, I, what happened earlier in the season when players were out? I mean, it's an 82 game season. It's not sustainable. I mean it's it's kind of it kind of makes me laugh like in the NFL, you know, two or three key players get knocked, you know, get on IR or whatever and they're like, "Oh, next man up." Well, there's a reason this guy was starting and this guy was on the bench or there's a reason this guy was on the practice squad. Same thing with the Knights. I mean, when you start moving fourth line players up to the third line or the second line, they're getting more ice time. Eventually, their warts are going to show. I mean, you know, the, these, these, you know, the knights are like everybody else. I mean, you know, you, you're, you're you're analyzing yourself, yourself scouting yourself, but all the other teams, when they get when they get more tape on on a lot of the players that were on the Silver Knights or whatever the situation is, you know, then they start, you know, they they, they find the holes in their game, and I think what's going on right now is is just reality. I mean, you know, like like the callers a minute ago, like, you know, we're going to win 14 out of 23 games. Yeah. Not if we don't get some starters back, we're not. I mean, how, how do you take this as existing lineup with your number two goalie and think that this is anything above a 500 team? I mean, any of us that are season ticket holders, you if, if, if they've been to the same games that I've been to, and you think that this is any better than a, than a team that's going to be fortunate to win every other game, I mean, I, I, I just think that every once in a while, a team's just snake-bitten. And I, I think that this just could be the night's year where nothing is going right. I mean, it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, three certainties, death taxes, and Pacioretty's going to go down within the next ten games. I mean, it's just one of those one of those years where it, it, it just may not come together, and it's not Pete DeBoer's fault, it's yeah. not Kelly McCrimmon's fault, you know, you know what happens sometimes, and I just kind of think that that's where the Knights are at. And I think they're going to, in reality, shown what's going on with these last few games. They're going to have to scratch and claw just to hopefully sneak in. I don't, I don't think there's going to be any way there, that that this team, as it's constructed, is just going to cruise into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, you know, what, uh, Jack. Thank you for the call. I, and you know, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you on on your premise on whether or not we believe this team is going to be better than a 500 team. Since 2022 started, they've been 500. And that's when, you know, the, the, the lion's share of injuries, trying to work in new players, all of that has kind of come to fruition. So you're right. There's really not anything that, that's going to lead you to believe right now that this team is going to be more than what they've been. And what they've been is a 500 hockey club. Now, that being said, I, I think that there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. When you are missing Mark Stone and you're missing. Uh, Alec Martinez and Braden McNabb, two anchors of your defense, and you're missing. Now it would appear Max Pacioretty and Riley Smith and Robin Leonard. It becomes harder and harder and harder to figure out um, where you're going to win games. It it, it does. So, you know, I, I I'm with you in in that sense. I I do look at this and say that you know this might just be what this iteration of the Golden Knights is. And the only hope that you have is that they get healthier and you get some players back in the lineup, or you bolster or do something at the trade deadline that can move the needle in the right direction, and then you go from there. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Steven. Hey, Steven, how you doing?
4: Hey, guys, how's it going? Great. Uh,
6: Yeah, just just kind of, you know, harp on the other points that everyone's been bringing up. Yeah, the injuries, blah, blah, blah. you know, I want to I kind of, like, take everybody back to 2016-17, uh, you know, Tampa Bay. They uh, they kind of were dealing with the same thing, right? Uh, they lost Amcos for a long time. Uh, lost a lot of key players during that year, and it was that year where uh, everybody just kind of said, you know, what if, right? And we're yeah. kind of in that same boat of what if. Uh, and, uh, you know, to March Salt's point, like, yeah, stick to the system. Let's get back and find our identity, Be the misfits, and uh, just push for it, you know? Got nothing to lose at this point. <laughs>
1: yeah you know I, I i'm with you steven i i the the comparisons to the 2016-17 uh tampa bay lightning are it's not lost on me at all and thank you for the call like that was a team that was uber talented that had been to a stanley cup final had been to a conference final and dealt with injuries all year long didn't buy at the trade deadline instead they moved some pieces at the deadline and then what ended up happening is they went on an absolute tear to end the season and missed the playoffs by one point i'm not saying that history is going to repeat itself i'm not saying that that the golden knights are exactly that team because i think there's some some differences there but there's enough similarities that this might just be one of those things where injuries get you and you've got to hope that what you were able to do early on in the year in banking points when you did can kind of carry you through this really tough, dry spot right now in the season. We're back to wrap it up next on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: To your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended postgame show. Fox Sports Las Vegas wrapping it up. The Golden Knights dropped this one five to two to the Pittsburgh Penguins. 32, 24, and 468 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Dropped their last three games. Need to find something, a winning combination when they take the ice Sunday against the Columbus Blue Jackets in columbus that'll be a four o'clock puck drop three o'clock pregame show that's going to do it for me here thanks to jed donaldson for making sure everything sounds fantastic thanks to bobby manchata back in the studio for keeping me on the air and thanks to you our listeners and our callers it's your postgame show it is not as much fun without your interaction until sunday have a great night everybody we'll talk to you right here on fox sports las vegas